All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Fitness Education Online Podcast, the podcast where fitness professionals go to grow their fitness business. If you're in the fitness industry, you'll find tips and strategies from proven business experts. Now, let's start the show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fitness Education Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jono, and I am super excited because we've got an awesome guest on the line this week. A little bit about this person. She's actually a two-time guest. That's how you know that she's good at what she does. I very rarely bring someone on a second time. Um, And this person's been on second time this year. So that's how you know she's good at what she does. Uh, A little bit about her. She's a women's trainer and nutrition coach specializing in pre and postnatal women. She helps professional baddies and mummers put themselves first via their new fitness and nutrition. She's got a very successful online business that she'll tell us a little bit about. Uh, And now she also coaches fitness professionals and personal trainers, how to run a successful online business as well. So if that's something you're interested in, reach out to her. I'll put her link down below. But without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Michelle Snyder. Michelle, how are you? I'm good. Wow. What an introduction. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> you're good. Uh, and for the listeners, our focus today is actually going to be speaking about Instagram. But before we do that, I think it's important to give a little bit of context. So, Michelle, do you want to let us know a little bit, um, let us know firstly a little bit about you. Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? How pregnant are you? Start start there. How pregnant are you? (laughs) I'm super pregnant. I'm 38 weeks. And honestly, I wouldn't, so I'm not necessarily taking what you would call, I guess, a maternity leave because I've positioned my online training platform and social media to all be automated. So That's it's the, the beauty of doing this, um, 38 weeks pregnant. So as Jono mentioned, I am a woman's online trainer. I am the owner of Fierce and Fit, and that's all my online personal training, nutrition coaching, um, signature programs and offerings, uh, my on-demand um, helping, like you said, professional baddies, I call them the modern women and specializing now in prenatal and postnatal fitness. Um, and I'm also a uh, business coach specifically for trainers who want to pr- transition their business successfully online. And that um, Instagram handle is Ma- Michelle Riley biz and Michelle Riley biz.com. So that's been a really rewarding thing too, that I do now being able to say, Hey, I've done these tried and true methods. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for me to be able to teach you in a way that's digestible. So you understand how to do it and run your own business as an online entrepreneur as well. Love that. And for the listeners, there's a couple things there. There's a lot of online fitness business coaches these days, but a lot of them haven't done it, you know, and a lot of them kind of use their, their like business principles that they're using for their business coaching business to try and transfer across to fitness. And obviously there's similarities and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, Uh, but Michelle's still doing it. She's got a program that's working today. So if that's something you want to do, check it out. And maybe we'll just, we'll dive a bit deeper as well there, Michelle. You're comfortable speaking about figures and that kind of thing, financials. Let the listeners know, because that's, I think a lot of things, it's good to have the freedom, but we also want to make enough money online. Can you let us know maybe a bit of an indication how much revenue you generate online, give or take? For sure. All online. So I'm a full-time online entrepreneur. Um, I make between 10 to 15,000 a month, but I always say I did not, this didn't happen overnight. I've been full-time online training for five years. So I started at 1,000, 2,000 a month, and then I progressed over the years to be where I am now, but definitely 
a lot more money than I was making um, when I was in person training and then, you know, trading your time for money and busting your butt to get to the gym at like 5am to train your clients Oof. and then never having a day off in sight, but still again, making more money doing what I'm doing what, now than I ever did in person and more time. Yeah. More freedom. Yeah, as you yeah, said. Yeah. And with yeah. um, just an indication, because I think you've got different levels of programs, right? Some of it's a hundred percent automated. Some of it's a bit more hands-on um, in terms of approximate workload to generate that, you know, 10 to 15,000 per month, approximately how many um, hours would you say you're working? And you can maybe give this in a few different ways. Because I think the stage you're at, a lot of the time is kind of spent on the marketing and, and that kind of thing, right? The posting, the social media. But just give us a bit of indication, like how much hours are you roughly working and how much could you get away with working as little as you wanted to? I was just going to say, I was like, I feel like I blow everyone's mind when I tell them how much I work. They're like, nah, I'm like, yeah, huh? Because now, like you said, I'm at a point where I've automated the the website, the train right, my mm. training platform. Um but now it's really about busting out content and mm. making sure I have my strong offerings in place. And just honestly, just making sure my clients are happy. It's not just like, all right, you signed up. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm like, all right, what, especially for my one-on-one, we have that rapport. All right. You have a, you know, a little funky knee trouble today. All right. I'm going to go in and swap this out real quick. But again, it's super you know, fast because I have it all in my, what I call my training library. So mm. having said all that a day I put in between, uh, two to four hours admin. So that's Monday to Friday. And I always, I'm really huge on setting boundaries in my, um, my online business. Cause I want to treat it like that. I want to treat it like mm-hmm. my weekly nine to five, even though I'm not working nine to five. <laughs> so, um, I turn off, I have my away messages set on my Instagram and my trainer eyes after 6 PM. And I do not, I try not to work on the weekends, but if a client really needs me, then I will, but that's very rare. Then I'll like have that correspondence with the um, DM. So, or in the app. So yeah, with all said and done, let's say max four, five. So like 20 hours a week. And then the smallest two times five would be 10 hours a week. Love it. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So I'm sure you got the mm-hmm. listeners hooked. And also, so for those <laughs> We probably won't speak a lot of much more about the online pro, like the online side of things. We'll we'll switch to Instagram. But if you're interested in that, follow Michelle on Instagram. You've got a planner as well, I believe. I don't think it's available in Australia, but um, for the the international listeners, where can we get your planner? Yes. Okay. So I just launched my online Fit Pro business planner and tracker, specifically made for um, online trainers and entrepreneurs, because I have been doing this manually in my journals, messy journals index cards, post-it notes for like five years. And I was like, you know what? I need to put all of this together in one place, specifically for the person who's selling their um, training services through social media marketing. So yes, I put an entire six month at a glance business tracker and planner together helps you with content preparation, making sure you're busting out valuable content and making sure you're checking with clients, doing the admin work that you need to um, put yourself in a good flow of creating this weekly nine to five while scaling your business. Um, and yes, it's available, I would say worldwide on Amazon, but it's just taking a bit, um, (laughs) to meet the, I guess, requirements for Australia. So hopefully soon. Awesome. I'll put those links down below. Uh, all right, let's dive into Instagram, Michelle, my opinion. I think if someone wants to grow an online fitness business, I think Instagram is the best option. 
I think Facebook ads is too hard. I think Facebook ads is good if you run like a local business because you can just kind of you know focus in that local business. But running ads online is just so hard because it's like um, there's just so many different people offering online training. And it's hard to kind yeah. of portray it. And so much about it is like personality. So don't think ads really work. I think Facebook is kind of like, especially the Facebook business page, the reach is just dead. Maybe you can use your personal profile, maybe, but it's a little bit harder, I think, to grow than than Instagram. Um, so obviously TikTok, which I think is, may, I don't, I don't use it much. It's probably okay, but I don't think it would be as good as, um, yeah, I don't think it'd be as good as Instagram. And then there's obviously things like YouTube, but that just takes forever. And like, I think the way the world is going as well, no one's got time for a 10, 20 minute video, right? No. So I think Instagram is is the best. So where I'm going to hand it over to you, Michelle. Someone's listening to this. They're like, right, I want to be an online trainer. Um, I know I'm going to use Instagram, but I just, you know, I'm using it and getting no traction. What's, I guess, your first tip if we want to start selling our online program via Instagram? Yeah. Well, Jono said it all. Instagram is where it's at. Mm. And I've, um, like you said, kind of Facebook is almost like downtrending and TikTok mm. is there, but it's, it's not as businessy. It's, yeah, it's not, I feel TikTok's not quite as businessy yet. Yeah. We still kind exactly. of go there for a bit of fun and it's, you know, it's not as much links and it's harder to sell. And it's just, exactly. I think Instagram's way better than it at the moment. Mm-hmm. And they have the reels and everything. And since they're trying to compete their reels with the TikToks, you know, they're busting out all the reels. So if you do, um, I guess we can talk about this later, but if you do, um, want to market on Instagram, bust out those reels. First things first with Instagram. Whoo. And I just always like to do a side note. I started with 10 followers on Instagram. I don't have thousands and thousands of followers. Mm-hmm. I think I have like 2000 something. Yeah. Um, but that's like the, the number one thing I always tell other coaches. Cause they're like, well, I don't have all these followers. You don't have to have all these flowers mm-hmm. as long as you have a niche. So that's mm-hmm. number one, you so need good. to know who you are talking to. Yeah. And because these are the people who you are selling to. Yeah. Um, so maybe I talked about this in the last podcast, but it's not about casting a wide net. It's about niching down and making sure that your posts are relevant to your specific target audience. So for example, for me, I'll just kind of put them in my shoes yeah, That's great. as yeah. a, yeah, as a trainer for the modern woman, pre-postnatal. If you look at my Instagram feed right now, you're going to know that's exactly who I'm talking to. All right, here's safe um, and effective workouts to work your pelvic floor and core while you are you know, in your second, third trimester. So you're going to know as soon as you click into my Instagram, who I'm talking to. Mm. And I feel like for other trainers that I see and that I'm helping coach, I'm like, Ooh, this is, this is a for, unfortunately, again, you're casting the wide neck, uh, the wide net, and you're oversaturating your feed with too many infographics. Like people need to see Mm. you and your niche. So that's number one. Let's (laughs) even go back. Cause I think that's two good steps there. I think there's the, the niche is kind of one. And then there's the the kind of personal side of things, which is too. Let's spend a minute on the niche. Now, you've obviously got a, an amazing one yourself. I'd love to hear kind of your, your opinion there, what you see in the market in terms of like, because I think pre and postnatals um, kind of a really good one. You know, it just really stands out. It's, it's, it's easy to, or it's, it's, um, it's a very distinct kind of demographic. Can you give mm-hmm. us some examples maybe you've seen or of your clients of both some that are other that are really good that aren't necessarily pre and postnatal. Um, and then also maybe some bad ones that people came to and they're like, Oh, he's my niche, Michelle. And you're like, ah, it's not a niche. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, some other good ones and some other bad ones. Some good ones. Um, let, Oh, this is, yeah, this is a good one. 
let's see. Obviously, I mean, I know it's, there's a lot of them, but the more that you can really hit these, like what I call heavy hitters, like the professional people, that's great too. A lot of people are working from home now. That's a great one. Like, Hey, you, even though you're working from home, you're nine to five, or, you know, now that we do work from home, sometimes it goes a little bit over. You really need to focus on yourself. That's a a good generalized niche, but good. If you know how to post about it specifically, Mm. and then some, I wouldn't say, it's not that it's a bad niche. It just doesn't necessarily match the person. For instance, this coach reached out to me and he is pre postnatal, but I keep saying he, and I'm like, Oh, it was just, um, it was interesting. And I kind of Mm -hmm. like, well, why do you feel like you have uh, Mm -hmm. not the right? How do I explain this? It was just, I don't know if it was matched for that person necessarily. Um, that's and another, so, well, that's another, yeah. I think that kind of fits in the authentic side of things yeah. because it's like, there's, I think there's also, there's obviously a good niche, but there's also like uh, why you're passionate. <laughs> yeah. And kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll share an example, right? So before I got into you know, online education, I used to run a, a boot camp, right? And I love, and um, this was kind of before online was big as well. And like, I loved running a boot camp. I loved everything about it, you know, like outside the community, the groups, the partner work, the teamwork, like I was obsessed with it, you know, and boot camps are way better money than one-on-one personal training and less work, right? Because it's mm-hmm. kind of like, if you can get the model I used anyway, was essentially, Hey, it's 50 bucks a week. Um, and you can come yep. uh, run one session a day. You can come to any, as many of those sessions as you like. And I'd have like a hundred clients. So it was great. I'd work one hour a day. Yeah, it was, yeah. You couldn't do that in, in PT, right? And I think a lot of other PTs kind of saw that and they were like, oh, I want to get into this group stuff. But they didn't like group. They weren't passionate about group. Yeah. They were like bodybuilders, you know, and like into yeah. race training, you know, and it's kind of or powerlifters, you know, and it just, you're, I feel it's going to be hard to be successful at something if you're not ridiculously passionate about it. Amen. That authenticity right there mm. is exactly what it is. Like, and I, you know, I mentioned this before, maybe on the other podcast or and I always tell this to my coaches too. It's almost like your clients reflect where you are in your own life's journey. That's just mm-hmm. kind of how it goes. So that actually maybe goes back to the other question. What is the best niche for you? It's where you are in your own life's journey. So mm-hmm. for instance, I have this, um, I coach this, um, she's in her sixties, wonderful shape, but she was also, um, bef- you know, after she had her kids, she was, you know, over 200 pounds. So she has this story and now she's in this part of her life where she's um, retired, but she does online training, but she is specific to who she's working with, with the, you know, bigger weight loss transformations for women who are, you know, postmenopausal. I'm like, yes, wherever you are in life, it's almost like that's where you're going to shine with your niche because people Mm. like, I can relate to you. You know what you're talking about? I'm signing up with you. Mm, Love it. So awesome. Yep. Cool. So I think niche number one, uh, you then kind of, you had a throwaway line, but I think it's an important one. You said, you know, a lot of people overdo the infographics and, and that kind of thing. It's more important to kind of show yourself your ideal clients. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So if you are your brand, then your brand is also your face and your personality. Mm. And unfortunately, there's no getting around that part. Cause you know, I work with coaches and like, well, it's intimidating to get on social media. Mm. What are people are going to think? I'm like, first of all, they don't pay your bills. Second of all, <laughs> the people, what people think usually, you know, and there, it's very much like an internal, you know, conflict. Mm. 
Um, But yeah, you are your brand. So you need to be getting on your reels, on your posts, on your stories, not Mm -hmm. just, you know, sharing an infographic you made on Canva, not to say that you're not allowed to do that. I have, you know, a few Mm -hmm. Canva infographics, but they're not oversaturated because then people aren't relating to you Mm -hmm. and, you know, building that rapport, even though it's, you know, through Instagram, they're not building that rapport, that relationship with you because it's not you. Mm. So that's a huge one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's key. My take on that, I think specifically, it's hard to explain, but I feel like that's what Instagram is. Instagram's pretty much a place for personal brands, you know, and even like mm-hmm. the even like the biggest Instagram accounts, even the the Kim Kardashians, the the um, LeBron Jameses, you know, like it's still very per- everything about it is so personal. So I th- yeah, I really think that's keen. I think um, there's a couple of things. Obviously, the mindset side of things where people are like, oh, I don't want to get on camera, I don't want to get my personality out there. But I think the unfortunate truth is. There's not really another way. There is no other no. way. And yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like if you, especially like it obviously depends what you do, but I feel if you're a personal trainer, it's in the name, personal. personal. Yeah. Exactly. And and to be fair, even if you're not a personal trainer, like I mean anyone on Instagram, like it's all about personal brand. But I think specifically for the personal trainer, there's just like there's no way around it. And I think you got to kind of make the call as the personal trainer. It's like, all right, do I want to be a successful online trainer? Okay. If I do, I need to build a personal brand. There's just, you know, or if I don't want to do that, do I really want to be an online personal trainer? That's what trainer? I always say to on the, on my, you know, initial calls with these coaches. Like, well, do I have to be, I have, do I have to have a social media presence? I was like, but you said you want to be an online trainer and you're all ready for this but then you don't want to have an online, you don't want to sell your services online through your social media. I was like, there's a disconnect there. And then, you know, then, then I'm really like, you really have to think about what that means to you to be an online trainer. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, they don't want to be an online trainer. They just want to sit at home and get paid. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, you got to put it in the work other ways too. Cause you have to brand yourself. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like, it's the equivalent to the, I guess the client, Hey, I really want to lose weight, but I don't want to do any exercise or or change my diet. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like, well, give me something, we you know. Work together, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I always say too, it's basically, it's what you were doing in person at the gym. You know, for me, yeah. when I worked at big box gyms, I didn't have, I didn't start out with a full roster. I would, you know, mm-hmm. have my what I call gym time or you know gym floor time, where I would, you know, do my prospecting, talk to this person. Oh, this person, you know, is doing a little squat kind of funky let me walk up to him or her and just offer some advice and then that's how I would build that rapport but it's still the FaceTime is what I'm talking about now you have to do that online and figure out how to have your gym time online or gym floor time prospecting online and and I think a positive way to look at that is the reach is just so much bigger like use that example Michelle used there okay there's only so many hours there's only so many people she can speak to walking around the gym floor for an hour what, how many good conversations is she, is she going to have? Five, you know, 10, if, 10, if she's lucky, if you can, if you get a little bit of a following on Instagram and you do that video there, instead of you having that one five minute conversation with that one person in the gym, you have that mm-hmm. five, you put that five minute video on Instagram and hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of, of people see it. So the reach is just so much bigger, but all right, oh, let's yeah. continue on. So we've got our niche. We know that we need to kind of um, get our face on there. What else have we got to do? 
let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. I like to say algorithm, but you know how it is uh, selling your services online too. Algorithm is so tricky and it changes day to day, week by week, Mm -hmm. month to month, but reels, the stories are huge too. Um, Depending on posts, like, you, you know, whether it's a swipe post, swipe posts do a little bit better than just a regular standard one picture post. Um, but definitely if, if all of that reels and stories, because people like to see the real time, like that's where they're building their rapport. What you Mm -hmm. think is, Oh, well, that's boring for me to just show people what I'm eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, my workout. It's like, but in a trainer's, um, standpoint, we live, breathe, breathe and eat this, you know, way of health and wellness living for your average Joe watching, they want to see that be like, Oh, even though she's busy, this is how she, you know, structures her day to day. And that's how I want to, you know, model mine. And it's not that saying my life is boring. Again, what you think is boring. Other people are like, they're looking up to that. They're looking out for that. And they, people just, you know, they like to see what you're up to. My stories are, and that's again, when I started with the 10 followers, I was like, I have to make it a, I always say, for my other coaches, five, try and get at least five of those stories a day. Um, okay. Well, this you know, is some juicy stuff. This is what I'm interested in the, yeah, well, I'm interested in like the, um, the kind of, I don't know what the word is, the, the, the scheme, I guess. So yeah. you, you'll do, so in terms of, I guess, what you post there, Michelle, you're doing about mm-hmm. five, let's just start with stories. You do let's start give with stories. Or, you'd give or take five stories a day. At least. So five to 10, that's like your magic number five to 10 stories a day. So five is a minimal. And then, um, 10 is up is, you know, awesome. Um, sometimes you'll see this too. If you see other people that have way too many stories, you'll do this as well. I'm sure you just flick through them. Yeah. So your magic number is like that five to 10. Yeah. Um, and Any then more again, than 10, you... that dot's too small, right? I'm like, oh man. Yeah. And you're like, geez, woo. Okay. Yeah, click, yeah, click, yeah. click, 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 click. <laughs> this person yeah. has a lot to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and you'll see too, now that we're starting on stories, this is why I tell, some, tell my coaches as well. You can, when you click into your stories and you see, you'll be able to see your viewers and the number of viewers on the site. Those are all real time feedback analytics that you should be using as an online entrepreneur. Mm. The people that are at the top of that list, it's okay if it's only 10. That's again, how I started my 10 viewers, the people at the top of the list. Those are the people that are watching your stories the most. Mm. When I do my prospecting, what I call my prospecting, you know, reaching out and, you know, just using it as my gym time. I say, mm. Hey, um, thanks for the follow, you know, keep a nice, short, sweet. I'm here. If you need any help, that's great. Um, if you have any questions in regards to form, blah, blah, blah. Those people at the top of that left hand, those are the people watching it the most. Those mm. are the people that are going to be engaging. So those are what I call your hot kind of warm to hot prospects um, that you can really engage with and just make that extra step. I know it can be uncomfortable, but mm. make that extra step just to DM and say, thanks for the follow um, here to help as your resource for health and wellness. 
And then with the stories also post those questions, those polls, those are also ways to get engagement and boost your algorithm. So that when someone clicks into Instagram and you see at the top, those circles with the highlighted stories, you're going to be the first one that they mm-hmm. see and they're going to click into your stories. That's cool. Let, let me summarize some of this for the, the listeners here. So we'll start general and then we'll get more specific. So Michelle's saying post, you know, five to send uh, five to 10 different stories. And there's going to be people that kind of watch it organically anyway and follow you and, and you know, we're interested in your stuff. They're going to appear up the top when you're seeing who viewed your story. And that's an easy way to start a conversation. And that's a whole nother discussion. What do you say when you DM? Oh, are you yeah. going to say, are you, you going to say something there or? No, I was just agreeing? excited. Okay, I was like, perfect. yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, highlighting awesome. the things that I needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, and that's a whole nother discussion. What are we saying that DM? But for now, for the listeners, it's just do something, get it started, right? And it sounds like essentially what you're, you're also saying is also have some little fun stuff in there. Do some polls, answer some questions, because that's going to get people to engage. So instead of them just, oh, yeah, nice photo working out, whatever. Oh, I might answer that. Oh, I might click that. And then if mm-hmm. that person's engaging with you, you're going to, it's going to help your algorithm with that person there. You're more likely to come, your stories are more likely to come up earlier yeah. in their in their screen or whatever it is. So there's some great tips. I'm curious about what you actually post, Michelle. So let's say, obviously you've got your own niche, your your side of things, but even use that as a kind of template that people could use and be like, right, here's what I posted yesterday or actually probably still Monday over there where you are, but whatever, you know, here's what I yeah. post in a, in a day. What do you, what does a store, what does a day of stories look like? Right. So my day, I like to reflect it how I put, because within my niche, I'm always are, you know, I'm always really keen on putting yourself first. So within my stories, I'm like, all right, before I get to my, I sit down for work, I'm doing this workout and I'll show them a workout. And then I'll, you know, sometimes my stories, I'm like, and if your knees feel this kind of way in your squat, try this form. Like how do I position me doing regular my tasks in a way that's still informative and valuable to the people watching? So they're like, oh gotcha. yeah, that makes sense that she's doing so that. It's, so it's not just, hey, here's me working out. Hey, here's me working out. And here's a tip. And here's a quick tip. Exactly. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. And then, you know, same thing with food. Since I'm a nutrition coach, I'll post something about my food and, you know, give the macro count or why is this macro friendly, or this is going to help you with your fuel at the gym or fuel throughout Mm -hmm. the day so that you're not feeling on E when you're working nine to five, things like that, that again, it's like, here's what I'm doing, but here's a way that it's, uh, I'm giving you tips and value so that you can implement it in your own life. Um, so that when you do have questions about my coaching, you'll kind of see already what I'm, how I'm able to help you type Mm, of thing. It's great. Cause it's a good balance of like personal touch and giving value. Because it's kind of like if it's just, hey, here's me at the gym. Here's me in my outfit. Here's what I'm having for breakfast. Uh, yeah, okay. Maybe if you're an influencer or whatever, but it's not really, right. you know, it's not really sharing the tips. And then same the other way. I think if you're just giving, hey, here's what you need to do if you want to lose weight. Here's what you need to do if you want to do. Yeah, okay. It's informative, but there's no personality behind it. You know, it sounds like you've got a, a mixture of both. It's like, take a look into my life. Let me see some of my personality, but also here's a tip. Is that, that's what that kind of looks like? That is a perfect, a perfect way to say it. Here's a look into my life. Here's a tip. Here's the value in you also, you know, maybe doing some of this for yourself. This is kind of how my coaching is. And And another thing with my stories is I get into what my offerings I like to talk about. Mm. So yeah, I'll show my workouts and my nutrition and maybe walking my dogs, like my silly side too. Um, Also 
keynote as I talk about that too is just to really get into your own personality because yeah. people don't want to see this is how you work out this is how you mm-hmm. eat healthy they want to see your personality too that's how that's why they love you that's you know in-person training that's why they you're mm-hmm. one client that person will never ever leave you if you can transition that to online your online clients will never ever leave you um, mm-hmm. because they like you for you dang it what was I saying oh talking about the offerings and then using your stories to really talk about your services. Cause yeah, you can say, click the link in my bio to learn more, you know, check it out, swipe out to, you know, learn more, but people also, you want that FaceTime, you talking into your stories, talking about your one-on-one, how I'm able to customize my program specific to what you need, how this, for example, for me, I call it my six week shred, how this six week shred breaks down Monday, Wednesday, strength, Tuesday, Thursday, cardio, things like that. So just giving them information about your offerings as well. Is that a day? Is that a daily? Is that a daily as well? Every day there'll be some kind of a a sell. Actually thinking about it. Yes. Yeah. Because I always, I'm like, all right, well, and if you're interested, so for instance, today, Monday, I'd say, all right, happy Monday. Um, You know, I give them a little backstory about how 38 weeks pregnant is treating me. I need Mm -hmm. some nap times now. But I'm also saying, all right, and for current clients, make sure that you check over your um, your profile and you're moving around workouts as needed uh, so that you can make sure that you're fitting this in your busy in your busy life. And that's my plug right there. It's like, mm. oh, yeah, she's a one on one. And Mondays she uses it to check in with her clients or stuff like that. So yeah. little plugs, maybe not necessarily. All right. Click the link in my bio right now, but just Something do little special, drops. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. It's kind of like, why not? You know, I think for the people listening that are like, ah, oh, I don't want to sell too much. This and that it's kind of like, if you've already given that value, you've already given sneak into my life. Here's a tip, sneak into exercise. Here's a tip. Here's some nutrition tips. You know, it's kind of like, why not? Hey, by the way, I've got this thing if you want it, you know, or some yeah. variation of, of that. So that, that's great in terms oh, and of using, Oh, sorry. I know no, you go. No, you go. And using the stickers, they have all these stickers on the Instagram, you know, when you make the stories, but the links, so you can direct them directly to that page that you're talking mm. about. For instance, for one-on-one, you got to apply or for the six week shred, here's the checkout link. Click this link. You can drop it right in your stories. Couple so. questions. So I've got two questions with stories. The first one is around the timing. Is it, is it just like a ragtag kind of thing where you're like, right, you know, before I work out, I'll quickly do one right before I have my lunch, I'll quickly do one. Or is it kind of planned? Is that story at the start of the week, right? Here are the stories I'm going to do. What does it look like from that side of things? And is it, is it like spread out throughout the day or is it, you do your batch? What does it, what does it kind of look like? It really depends. And when you're first starting out, just getting on those stories is the hardest part. And I know that because mm. I was there too. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I like to have them planned out like, oh, today I really need to talk about this form tip. That's yeah. back to my, uh, my, my little content biz planner and tracker. I like to say, all right, today, you know, Monday is going to be talking about your Monday motivation. Tuesday is going to be talking about your nutrition, your maybe like a recipe that you want to send out, but it can also 50, 50. So 50%, yeah, gotcha. maybe you have it planned out, but 50% just kind of let it naturally flow from yeah. your day-to-day tasks. People People just want a little glimpse into what you're doing. I know yeah, it sounds yeah. creepy, but they just want to see what you're up to. Yeah. And it's also <laughs> like, if everything's too planned, this is boring. You know, it's kind of yeah, like. People will sense that. Yeah. It's, um yeah. Anyway, so I agree with you there. Uh, okay. What about in terms of, I guess, the actual content? Is it is it talking to camera? Is it photos? Is it 
um, a video of you doing it with writing over the top? Are you talking? Is it subtitles? What does the actual content of a story look like? Of a story. Ooh, good question. Yeah. Um, definitely use those stickers and use the text. Cause sometimes, you know, people like to see like what you're writing out and you'll yeah. see, you know, some people do like the text as they go. Like, I, I guess it's the flash text. Um, I just do what I do and just what I find easiest for me and, you know, easy for people to see just a tidbit, not just reading what I'm saying is I will post, I'll have my, you know, four or five stories laid out. And then in each of those posts of them, of the cut of the clips, I'll do a little noted highlight of what I just talked about. So if I'm like, all right, for this, I keep saying back to the squat form, but it's just a good example Mm. for this squat form. And then I'm showing them the squat. So then in the little text, I'll write squat tip, um, act as if you're sitting back into imaginary chair, very short little text. Um, same thing with the the other one. The video is of you doing a squat. There's a video of you is like, is, is the actual video you doing a squat or is it you talking to camera? Ah, both. Okay. Good question. Yes. So if I'm doing that specific story for that, I'll set up the camera somewhere in the gym. Gotcha. I'll have Tripod. it facing me. And it, if, you know, if there's nobody there, I don't need my Air- AirPods. If there are people there, I will have my AirPods, but I'm talking to the camera as if I'm talking to that person, kind of yeah, what I was talking gotcha. about before that yeah. personality. Yeah. Um, so it'll be like, so just so I get my head around this, it'll be, you'll be in the gym with a tripod. You'll be doing a squat. You'll be like, Hey people, you know, here I am just doing a squat. Watch me when I do this Here's point one, two, three, whatever. And then there's a, like a caption of it underneath as well saying, Hey, when you do a squat, make sure you do ABC. That's kind yeah, of maybe not a whole tripod at the, a tripod at the gym. That might... <laughs> Okay. Um, but I'll use like, you know, my water bottle, set it up on a weight bench. I have a, you know, a gym where there's not very many people. I don't yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. do it when too many people are around. Um, uh, but yes, okay. uh, I, I do tripod at the gym. I give zero Fs. Nice. nice. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> um, no, that's awesome. All right, cool. Now that's given us some good info with stories. Um, what about some of the other, other content, Michelle, you, you mentioned you're a fan of reels. Do you still do like, well, I know you do. Cause I follow you on Instagram. You still do just like normal posts as well. Or how do you kind of balance that between how many reels do I do a week and how many just, you know, posts in the feed do I do a week? What does that kind of look like? Sure. Okay. So with the reels, I like to do, and in my mind, this is how I do it too. Um, And maybe this will be helpful for you as well. A reel, a post, maybe an infographic or a swipe carousel. So we have those three components that you can use. So you can run them through your feed that way. And then when you have it placed out, someone log, you know, comes into your platform, they see all that laid out. So it's not just real, 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 real. It's mm-hmm. not just post, 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 post. It's not just infographic. It's all three of them. It looks really nice. Yeah, Make gotcha. sure just a side note too, it's very much branded. So if you're maybe your personality, your brand is light and airy, that's what also needs to be reflected in um, your Instagram and your filters, mm-hmm. for instance, another thing, my brand, my logo is pink, black, and white and gray. That's what you're also going to see in my Instagram post mm-hmm. as an aesthetic, kind of like, kind of like your interior design, if you will, of your social media, when someone clicks in to see your feed. Um, so yes, back to that. So use the variety of the reel, the post, the infographic, you can do that order. Just don't mm-hmm. oversaturate with back-to-back info, back-to-back reels, back-to-back mm-hmm. um, standard posts. 
So just have like a good variety of each. And with the algorithm, it will work to your favor, especially again, if you post that real post or infographic to your story for people to see as well. So don't forget that piece too. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Great tips. Uh, mm-hmm. In terms of the actual content in like the real and the post and the infographic, is it much the same? You just tell that story in a different way or do you have any tips if someone's doing reels, here's two or three things you should do. Or if you're doing infographics, here's two or three things you should do. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with reels, I guess. For reels, there's two things you can do. The voiceover thing is huge right now. Mm. People like to see. So if you're doing a workout, it's not just quiet and they have the music over it. You have the voiceover and kind of like what I said before in the stories, using your little um, Mm. pinpointed text, like highlight text. All right. 10 reps of this lunge to whatever, 10 reps of this. So going with that, using voiceover. And then I know there's a lot of components, Mm -hmm. but then in the reels, um, when you do music, you can see top trending music. So you can Mm -hmm. use that too, because the ones that are the top trending, those are going to be the ones that they're going to show more via the algorithm of Instagram. There's a lot of stuff. Well, (laughs) there's so many things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, for those of you listening, if you're getting overwhelmed, do Michelle's program. (laughs) That's where you learn all these things. Um, in terms of, so let's maybe go with reels in terms of, I guess, do you have a strategy there in terms of he's the, the content that works well in reels? Because there's like, you know, there's, there's kind of like things that are a bit more, maybe silly. There's things that are a bit more, maybe, you know, um, trending popular things where you're, you know, voicing something else. And it's, it may not necessarily be what would be traditionally called value where it's like, Hey, if you're a pregnant woman, you know, he's a tip for training. There's a lot of like funny stuff and, and that you can do with reels. What's your kind of take there? Do you do a bit of both? Do you, do you keep it serious? What's there's so any feedback there? Yeah. So for me, I'm not really like jumping on like the, the dance trends. Yeah. 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 You know, this, well, there's like, you know, like there's dance trends or like, you know, there's just a voice. There's like a trend where it's kind of like someone just being like, no. Oh yeah. No. no. You know, and you could, you might yeah. be over the, you, you know what I mean? There's like, if you're a pregnant woman, yes. do you, you know, you know what I'm getting at, right? Yeah. The voiceovers. I see exactly what you mean. Yeah. You'll see like a trending voiceover that you can apply to your fitness nutrition. Definitely, definitely do that. I don't necessarily do that too much. Um, but what I like to do personally is I like to, even though it's my fitness and nutrition, Mm. because I am, you know, prenatal postnatal, I like like to do a lot of little reels of, you know, how I'm setting up the nursery or how I'm doing this. So yeah, maybe like micro, influencer there but it's still drawing people from the different algorithms that are viewing it especially if you're using the specific hashtags to come see that even if they were looking at a nursery for instance like hashtag small apartment nursery that's what i do and then they see oh well she's also pre-postnatal fitness specialist so now we can bring her here this way but yes always that you can i guess be trending as you would say Yeah, yeah 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 and i think that also goes back to like um kind of living what you post, you know, like yeah. the authenticity. It's like yes. so much easier if, if you're in that. So yeah, that's great. Um, awesome. All right, Michelle. Well, look, um, there's a couple of questions I always like to finish up with. Uh, one of them is around mentors. So obviously a lot of people follow you in terms of both for your, your fitness side of things, but also your business side of things as well. Who do you, who are your biggest mentors or, or who do you follow when it comes to tips for online business? If you can specifically around Instagram, but if not in line, uh, online business in general. 
Yeah, I have a few. Um, now she's, I was following her before she got super, super huge, but Jasmine star is oh, yeah. a wonderful. Yeah. She's awesome for Instagram. Yep. Um, there's a girl called, uh, well, her handle is neat marketing. She's awesome too. Do you know and her name? I don't know her name. I just at neat marketing. <laughs> um, I really like following her. That's just another thing too, is, um, for your Instagram handle, just so that people know and the brand of it, make it your, yep. Make it your name. Can you, can you so say that? that? Can, yep. Oh yeah. Oh, there she one. is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> another one as well. So I was there a massive fan. Yeah. Yeah. She say that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All yeah. about social media. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it crazy uh, how far we've come? Like we're like, you can just sell you sell anything online. And just, if you have like authenticity and that personal brand behind it as well, just yep. having your own personality, people love that. Uh, but yeah, Jasmine star, neat marketing. Uh, who else? Uh, oh, Mark, Mark, uh, Cole, Mark Coles there. That too. Mark Coles. Oh, the fitness, fitness guy from the UK. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like, like I like his following his stuff too. He's got some really good tidbits for social media. Yeah, uh, yeah marketing yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, Michelle. Well, that's pretty much all I wanted to get through today. Someone's listening to this and they're like, okay, watching this and they're like, this woman is awesome. I want to follow her. I want to do what she's doing in the online space. Where do we go to follow you? Two handles. So if you want to see how I run my fitness and nutrition side of things online with my online training, that's Michelle Riley fit. So you can kind of see how I post specific to my target audience. And then I have my business coaching Instagram handle with his all things, trainerized website creation, how to run your social media from a marketing perspective. That's Michelle Riley biz. So Michelle Riley fit and Michelle Riley biz. Awesome. And I'll put both of those links down below. Um, Michelle, anything I should have asked you but forgot to or anything you want to finish us off with? Hmm. Just to note that try not to make the whole social media so daunting. Don't overwhelm yourself so much that you get paralyzed in your own fear and you don't do it. Cut it off into bite-sized pieces. Like I said, start with five stories a day. Start with one post, maybe two Mm. posts a week. Try not to overwhelm yourself so much that it causes like that crippling, like, I don't want to. So that's the only kind of thing. Maybe that could be a good takeaway. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. All right, Michelle, thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you liked this show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your fitness business, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes, all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you. 
or you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.